The Cotter's Saturday Night by Robert Burns. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please go to LibriVox.org. This recording by Patty Brugman. The Cotter's Saturday Night by Robert Burns. Inscribed to R. Aiken, ESQ. Let not ambition mock their useful toil, their homely joys, and destiny obscure, nor grander hear, with a disdainful smile, the short and simple annals of the poor. Gray. My loved and honoured much-respected friend, no mercenary bard, his homage pays, with honest pride I scorn each selfish end, my dearest meed of friends' esteem and praise, to you I sing in simple Scottish lays, the lowly train in life's sequestered scene, the native feeling strong, the guileless ways, what Aiken in a cottage would have been. Ah, though his worth unknown, far happier there, I win. November chill blows loud with angry sue, the shortened winter day is near close, the miry beasts retreat and fry the play, the blackening trains across to their repose. The toil-worn cotter for his labor goes. This night his weekly moil is at an end, collects his spades, his mattocks and his hose, hoping the morn and ease and rest to spend, and weary o'er the more his course does homeward bend. At length his lonely cot appears in view beneath the shelter of an aged tree, the expectant wee things tottling sutter through to meet their dad with flitterin' noise and glee. His wee bit ingle blinkin' bonnily, his clean hearthstein, his thrifty wifey's smile, his lispin' infants prattling on his knee. Does ah his weary carlkin carries beguile, and makes him quite forget his labours and his toil. Belly the elder. Barns come draping in, at service out among the farmers round. Some kay the plough, some herd, some tentier in. A caney errand to a neighbour town. Their eldest hope, their Jenny, woman grown, in youthful bloom, love sparkling in her eye, comes home perhaps to show a brand new gown, or deposit her sour worn penny free, to help her parents dear, if they in hardship be. With joy unfeigned brothers and sisters meet, and each father's welfare kindly spears. The social hours, swift-winged, unnoticed fleet, each tells the uncles that he sees or hears, the parents' partial eye their hopeful years, anticipation forward points the view. The mother, with her needle and her shears, car's old class look amongst as wheels the new, the father mixes with all admonition do. Their masters and their mistresses command the yonkers ah are warned to obey, and mind their labours with an ardent hand, and ne'er though out of sight to jock or play, and oh be sure to fear the Lord always, and mind your duty duly morn and night, lest temptation's path ye gang astray, implore his counsel and assisting might. They never sought in vain, that sought the Lord aright. But hark, a rap comes gently to the door. Jenny, what kens the meaning o' the same? 
tis how a neighbour lad came o'er the moor to do some errands and convey her home the wily mother sees the conscious flame sparkle in jenny's eye and flush her cheeks with heart-struck anxious care inquires his name well jenny hoftens is afraid to speak weel please the mother hears it's nae wild worthless rake with kindly welcome jenny brings him ben a strap and youth he takes the mother's eye blithe jenny sees the visits no ill time the father cracks of horses plows and kai the youngster's artless heart o'erflows with joy but blate the lathful scarce can weel behave the mother with a woman's wiles can spy what makes the youth so bashful and so grave weel pleased to think her barns respected like the lave o happy love where love like this is found o heartfelt raptures bliss beyond compare i've paced much this weary mortal round and sage experience bids me this declare if heaven a drought of heavenly pleasure spare one cordial in this melancholy vale tis when a youthful loving modest pair in others arms breathe out the tender tale beneath the milk-white thorn that scents the evening gale is there in human form that bears a heart a wretch a villain lost to love and truth that can with studied sly and snaring art betray sweet jenny's unsuspecting youth curse on his perjured arts dissembling smooth are honour virtue conscience all exiled is there no pity no relenting ruth points to the parents fondling o'er their child then paints the ruined maid and their distraction wild but now the supper crowns their simple board the healsome patriarch chief of scotia's food the soup their only hockey does afford that yont the highland snugly chows her cood the dame brings forth in complimental mood to grace the lad her wheel hind kibok fell and aft his breast and aft his cassets good the frugal wife garrulous will tell how twas a talmud old st lint was in the bell the cheerful supper done with serious face they round the ingle form a circle weed and sire turns o'er with patriarchal grace the big a bible aunts his father's pride his bonnet reverently is laid aside his lyre half swear and thin and bare those strains that once did sweet in zion glide he wails a portion with judicious care and let us worship god he says with solemn air they chant their artless notes in simple guise they tune their hearts by far the noblest aim perhaps dundee's wild warbling measures rise or plaintive martyrs worthy of the name or noble elgin beats the heavenward flame the sweetest far of scotia's holy lays compared with the italian trills are tame the trickled ear no heartfelt raptures raise nay unison hey they with our creator's praise 
the priest-like father reads the sacred page how abraham was the friend of god on high or moses bade eternal warfare wage with amnek's ungracious progeny or how the royal bard did groaning lie beneath the stroke of heaven's avenging ire or job's pathetic plaint the wailing cry or rapt isaiah's wild seraphic fire or other holy seers that tune the sacred lyre perhaps the christian volume is the theme how guiltless blood for guilty man was shed how he who bore in heaven the second name had not on earth whereon to lay his head how his first followers and servants sped how precept sage they wrote to many a land how he who lone in patmos banished saw in the sun a mighty angel stand and heard great babylon's doom pronounced by heaven's command then kneeling down to heaven's eternal king the saint the father and the husband prays hope springs exulting on triumphant wings that thus they all shall meet in future days there ever bask in uncreated rays no more to sigh or shed the bitter tear together hymning their creator's praise in such society yet still more dear while circling time moves round in an eternal sphere compared with this how poor religion's pride in all the pomp of method and of art when men display to congregations wide devotions every grace except the heart the power and sense the pageant will desert the pompous strain the sacerdotal stole but haply in some cottage far apart may hear well pleased the language of the soul and of his book of life the inmates poor enroll then homeward i'll take off their several way and youngling cottagers retire to rest the parent pair their secret homage pay then proffer up to heaven the warm request that he who stills the raven's clamorous nest and decks the lily fair in flowery pride would in the way his wisdom seize the best for them and for their little ones provide but chiefly in their hearts with grace divine preside from scenes like these old scotch's grander springs that makes her loved at home revered abroad princes and lords are but the breath of kings an honest man's the noblest work of god and certs in fair virtue's heavenly road the cottage leaves the palace far behind what is a lording's pomp a cumbrous load disguising oft the wretch of humankind studied in the arts of hell in wickedness refined o scotia my dear my native soil for whom my warmest wish to heavens is sent long may thy hearty sons of rustic toil be blessed with health and peace and sweet content and oh may heaven their simplest lives prevent from luxury's contagion weak and vile that however crowns and coronets be rent a virtuous populace may rise the while and stand a wall of fire round their much-loved isle 
O thou who poured the patriotic tide that steamed through Wallace's undaunted heart, who dared to nobly stem tyrannic parade, or nobly die the second glory's part, the patriot's God particularly thou art, his friend-inspired guardian and reward, O never, never, Scotia's realm, desert. But still the patriot and the patriot bard in bright succession raise her ornament and guard. End of the Cotter's Saturday Night Read by Patty Bruckman